Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name oh, I said that sort of weird. Sorry. Pursuing Pixels came pixels. out. I emphasized it weird. Pursuing, Pursuing Pixels. pixels. <laughs> a proper pot of coffee in a copper coffee pot. <laughs> I think I've done that before on this episode. Oh, yikes. What a nightmare. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hey, everybody. John Hines. Hey there. And DJ Mandolini. Yo. And we're talking about some video games, as always. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, ever, I was left out the other day, but you guys got a nice uh, multiplayer session in the other Heck night. Yeah. yeah? You we guys are doing some, some online you. gaming. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't out. make it. Well, not I couldn't make it. I passed out. I started taking this new medication. I've been falling asleep at like nine every night. But That's good. Sleep um, is good. Yeah. I, I kind of was bummed when I woke up, although it sounded like you guys had a good time. So. Oh, yeah. Even though I missed out, what was uh, what was it all about? Well, we started off with some uh, Killer Queen Black, which was mm-hmm. great. Except we we learned that unfortunately, it seems that the community is uh, kind of declining. Yeah, <laughs> at least on Switch, even more so than before, because we were having a little bit. But it's crossplay, so you're oh. getting people from every platform. Oh, Although okay. I did see it is coming out on Xbox One soon, oh, like early yeah. next year. Yeah. So hopefully that'll bring in a new batch of people. But and I think they're putting it immediately on Game Pass too, which should help quite a bit that way. Oh, that'll oh, yeah. be huge. Yeah, especially if they if they have the crossplay ready on that, that'll right. be huge. That would be huge for sure. Okay, awesome. Yeah, awesome, awesome. But yeah, we had a lot of matches that were just against teams of bots, and that like yeah. that we they'd fill in or populate maybe one round in with actual players. Right, but the bots yeah, are it's still always like best good. of three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bots play great. Yeah, the couple times because that happened a few like when we talked about it on the podcast before. And again, just briefly, this is like a single screen arcade game with you know teams of four against each other, basically joust related. Um, Go <laughs> but back yeah, to our just, previous uh, episode if you want the deep dive on uh, how that <laughs> game plays. <laughs> yeah, I think we've talked about it a couple times yeah. now at least. But, uh, but well, after we played uh, Killer Queen Black, then we you know. We also were we were running updates for Rocket League as well <laughs> yeah. while we were playing. Yeah, that new season two update. Yeah, so we once that finally finished downloading, we launched into you know playing a couple rounds of Rocket League and got to play through that new tutorial that they have in the <laughs> opening screen. Mandatory. <laughs> yup. Doesn't matter that you've played this game for a decade now. At this Hundreds yeah. of hours. Yeah. A decade of time. Yes. <laughs> seriously well yeah because that now they're in that kind of free-to-play model um but thankfully you can carry over the unlocks you had previously if you did buy it before and did unlock a bunch of parts and things in your garage so that was nice yeah Uh, Yeah, and it is nice too that it now that you can like you have to make like an epic store account but you can just like you like if you're playing on xbox and then you jump to your switch i believe it's going to carry over all your unlocks between platforms i can verify that exact scenario yes it does okay nice yeah because you guys were playing on three different systems Systems, right when you were playing rocket league i tried oh, yeah. but at that point i had just connected my epic account to both places and it wasn't quite like up to date i think on their servers but when i tried like right after we were done i'm like oh geez now it's there uh, so i do want to yeah. try it again because it would work that way which is awesome yeah and then dj and i were playing some more rocket league like we we didn't play too long but we just played five quick games and five and oh just like rip through it it was a wonderful like we were playing against some pretty high ranked. Again, I know it was a new season, but I, we were seeing some nice, you know, some gold tier players, nice. and 
we were taking them down in a little two versus two on two. Yeah, we were consistently getting teams too, not just like randos that got paired together. Like I think I think all five matches were yeah, like us against another like team where it does a little like cutscene in the beginning. Yeah, ranked. Which feels great when you've got of like Of course, yeah. Oh. We have DJ and I only play ranked, man. <laughs> of course. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Game felt game. great when like you see the enemy team is named like Good Game Loves. It's like, okay, fuck you. Like <laughs> <laughs> I get yeah. I get too too irritated too easily sometimes. Like oh yeah, whenever they whenever they score and go what a save, I'm just oh, yeah. oh yeah. After that I mean, first that was... game, I just started spamming that immediately <laughs> after we won. What a save! What a save! What a save! Because I'm just like fuck you. You scored one goal on us. Shut up. That was the yeah at the end of our gaming yeah. session where we yeah. got matched against the same team that crushed us the first game and then we <laughs> and they let us know. Oh yeah, no, they were oh. not not courteous about anything. And then you called them rematched and and beat them like not like by any like we didn't crush them or anything. But man, it just felt so good to still oh, have yeah. them like rage quit right at the oh, end yeah. right before they lost. Yeah, it was did they beautiful. actually forfeit or did they just drop out? Oh, uh, no, they forfeit. Yeah, they forfeit. well. I guess they, what's the difference? They left, Same difference, yeah. Yeah, it was unranked, <laughs> so you're allowed to just dip in those. You can just jump out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but no, it feels so good to, like, I, I never rub it in initially, but I will retaliate. <laughs> like, if you're going to rub it yeah. into me and we can come back, I'm definitely going to start smearing it right back in your face. I go okay. the opposite way. My strategy is to rub it in with kindness, and then I make them feel bad, or at least try <laughs> to make them feel shame. But mm-hmm. sometimes that probably doesn't work. So. <laughs> I do sometimes, but so you could just tell some people are so trolly. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're getting on. If somebody's acting like that, it's not like you're going to get under their skin by like doing the same thing back to them. It's right. like so childish. Right. But uh, I can't help myself sometimes. So <laughs> my favorite is when you would uh, just type in the score of the match. Oh, yeah. I haven't oh, done boy. that in a while. But after we would win, like if they kept doing if, if people were acting shitty, yeah, if we won, like, you know, I just type four to two. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty like good. That. It's like that you're not. I guess it is being a dick, but it's like not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not saying anything that rude. Smash him with but, facts. Uh, but DJ, I know you've been playing. Had a, some online sessions without us as well. What have sure, uh, What have you been playing? Uh, I returned to Apex Legends actually, which I feel like it's been at least a year since I've played that game. Oh man. Um, yeah, and I've been wanting to. I saw a trailer for like the new update the other day, and it looks sweet, like the new setting or whatever, the new area. Yeah. It, it's yeah i i at this point i don't know how like much has changed in total or like what the most recent changes have been it's been like at least four seasons since i've been on but like yeah it's it's nice because like back when i was playing there was only one map but now there's variations and they've introduced like this uh machine that you can like craft some materials with like instead of just being subject to whatever you find which is kind of cool oh cool um, nice. Yeah, but like most notably different with this is like just my personal experience playing with people I know. Um, our nice. our old roommate Steve uh, has been on the multiplayer gaming, so he's he got a crew together, uh, and it's been good to play this game like just yeah with people you know and like communicating and whatnot yeah because i wouldn't like i've had like an earpiece or whatever but 
uh, I would never use it with random people. It's just like, I have no interest in doing yeah. this, but like, yeah, with us all the just, chances of getting someone that's actually going to like strategize with you are like pretty much nothing. <laughs> yeah. And it's also just allowed me to like more comfortably, uh, test out new people because I'd always feel like, well, I should just stick to who I think I'm good with because I don't want to piss these people off, but just like, Oh, let's, yeah. let's try these different things. And yeah, it's been kind of nice to be comfortable going outside my comfort zone but then like also just the the wins are just so much more satisfying because you're just feeding off each other's energy it's it's real good yeah is it still teams of three so is it like it's it's like a battle royale type game with teams of three or have they changed that at all there's teams of three and teams of two um and they also have a ranked mode but that's only for teams of three um okay yeah i i would love to see what a solo mode would look like just because i mean with that game i mean it's by respawn so people that made titanfall and just like that same feeling of like agility dynamic yeah just like fucking i can start at the top of the hill slide for like a hundred yards just like at a fast pace Mm -hmm. and just feel so good and you just carry that momentum it's it's a great feeling game, so it's it's been nice to go back to it, and it does make me want to go back to Titanfall too. But I would want some uh, would want some company with that. Does that have crossplay? Because it's on Game Pass now. That's it a is question. Because uh, if it does, we got to sync up on that. I would love that. Yeah, because I was enjoy. I, I just played a tiny bit because I think you put me on the spot, Deej, on sure like did. a episode way back in the day. Like you got to play Titanfall, so I did. We had some kind of thing running where we were putting, we were challenging each other to play games for like two episodes. Um, but yeah, we uh, I played some of that and I was really into it, so I just never went back to it. Well, if you ever want to go back, hit me up. I'd be more than happy. Yeah. Game's super fun. DJ, would you specifically go back for multiplayer in t- Titanfall 2? Yeah. Yeah. I, Ooh. I, the story is, it, it's nothing wrong with it, but nothing worth returning to, in my opinion. Oh, it's really? Just, I've heard good yeah. things about the campaign. I was, I was kind of looking forward to playing that. Yeah. I, I, I think I, I got the vibe because I played a little bit of the campaign and I got the vibe that it was like, Maybe people were just more excited because I think the first game didn't have a campaign at all. Right. right, And this was like, oh, there's like a solid kind of campaign that like utilizes the mechanics. But it was it felt like it was going to be a short, like extended tutorial that was like five hours long or something. Which just sounds amazing to me. Get to the multi. Yeah, for real. (laughs) That's, you know, we like our short games. So, yeah, it it does do a great job of introducing you to all the different uh, Titans. And yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah. I I will try to stop my multiplayer gaming so I can, you know, <laughs> sync up with you guys on a game or two. <laughs> Maybe you're all over that PlayStation Plus too. lately and yeah. I, I canceled mine, so I'm I'm out of luck Me syncing too. up with you there, yeah. man. We'll, we'll see. You canceled too, Randall? Yeah. Okay, I don't feel uh, guilty anymore. Yeah. Get it out of here. <laughs> PS Plus, get out of here. But Just um, Cause 4 just came out for free. That does look cool. Those Just Cause game lo- games look pretty cool. At least I did starting buy, with two. I bought three so on fun. sale. They, they oh. have that Black Friday sale, so I'm kind of curious about nice. that guy. Uh, please play three, nice. and then let's talk. I fucking love <laughs> <Okay>. that game. <laughs> Well, Deej, too, before we move on to, I know you've been playing something that John's talked about in the past, too, a little retro action. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I'd been, you know, doing some sandbox stuff and I'd been complaining about, like, you know, 
always taking time out to search for these secrets and not feeling like I'm investing my time like as well as I'd like. So Mm. I've gone to something more straight, like pure game, like no secrets. So I've played Mario's Super Pacross on the Super Nintendo Online. And dude, this this game is I thought it was going to be like a walk in the park at the beginning. And now it's kind of whooping my ass. Um, <laughs> so is this the first Picross I still like game? I can't wrap my head around Picross yeah is this the first Picross game that you played uh, yeah I mean like I've done a little demo of like a Pokemon Picross but yeah this is this is my first like true playthrough of a Picross game and nice I wasn't expecting it to be so big like because yeah. at first like you're you're shown just like okay you've got these first four like worlds that have like 12 levels each and then it's just like Oh, once you beat those, then you unlock another tier of stuff. And it's just like, oh, there's like over a hundred total levels in this. This is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, and like once it starts adding in like the Wario levels as well, like that was the first time that I was like, oh yeah, this isn't just like there there is like kind of a little bit of a Mario mechanic at least in t- taking place in it. So I haven't done the Wario stuff actually. Can you talk about that a little bit Mario <laughs> stuff it kind uh, honestly like I, I haven't played this game in a while so I don't really remember what the mechanics are specifically for the Wario mode but I know that it is like it's a new set of rules but not necessarily the like without changing the mechanics of a cross I think it's uh, it's it's either like not showing you a hint or it's not like uh telling you when you've made a mistake something along those lines oh, so it is oh, is kind shit. of like a harder difficulty for the okay. warrior levels Yeesh. okay i'm not i'm not fucking with that if, <laughs> if, I, if, if i can justify it in my head that i beat the game then i can move on <laughs> no but that like, doesn't sound like you dj not beating wario mode uh, that's not beating don't the game don't Come on. no I, I mean do do what you what your heart desires <laughs> well so if you're not told when you make a mistake, does that mean that the the amount of time you see on the clock might not be accurate? That you might actually have less time? The time goes in reverse. That's the Wario. That's Wario mode. Oh, what the so fuck? So instead of a countdown, it's a count up. What? I think. But, okay. And is, is, is in Mario mode, is there a it's timer a that goes... It's a countdown, yeah, it's so you 30, lose if you 30 don't. minutes. Yeah. Yes. So yes, yeah. with Wario, it's I think it's just an unlimited thing where it's like, oh. you know, like you'll just see how long it takes for you to solve this. Okay. Speed run mode. So with like, yeah, this is my first one, so I don't know. With most Bacross games, are you given a time limit typically? Not typically, and like that the then so like in i'm I, again i've forgotten because i've also been playing a lot of picross super or picross yeah. s like three right. and picross s that entire series for the switch um yeah so in the mario mode like it, it when every time you make a mistake it'll just chalk some time off or whatever yep. but like it'll also like it won't let you fill in that like space if you like put it or yeah so in like later Picross games, they kind of ha- introduced different mechanics to like give you other restrictions. So some of them like will just never tell you if you've made a mistake. Other times you can like say, oh no, this will tell you when it, you made a mistake and it'll like 
just chalk that you've made a mistake and you won't get like a perfect score so like you kind of the the point is to do it as quickly as possible with like no mistakes and that's kind of what how you gauge whether you've beaten it to your own metrics or whatever okay so the way i'm playing it uh when you start a level like they give you the option of whether you want like one row and one column revealed Mm -hmm. um and i always say no Mm -hmm. so i've been doing that and if i uh lose if i have to go back i uh i start fresh as in i still have to justify why each of these like uh why each of these markers are accurate. I can't just like memorize where I was and right. pick up from where I left off. Like mm-hmm. it's I've I've replayed a couple levels multiple times and it has been very, very frustrating. Like I I lost out that rewind feature. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm just like surprised that as the grids get bigger, like don't you start with like a five by five and then goes like ten by ten, then like yep. I'm I'm on the last what I think is the last world now the special world um and that's 25 by 20 so yeah. you've got 500 tiles and it's like oh shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't like my allotted time increase as the grid increases like it takes more time <laughs> to fill it out you're faster no, it though. just gets harder ah, on average. <laughs> it's, it's once you've internalized some of the logic where like uh, if i'm playing like a 15 by 15 and like i have an eight i know that the middle one right in the middle yep right in the middle that's done and then yep. you just yeah. just kind of have to internalize like those uh. things like it is kind uh, of a, a new language or a logic. Yeah. The the yeah. 25 by 20 is uh, tricky, too, just because it's, it's yeah, they're different. So, like, a, uh, an 11 on one side mm-hmm. is, doesn't mean the same thing as 11 on the other. It's, right. It's not an equal, like, square yeah. grid. Uh, yeah. All right. Do you see yourself going to play, like, more Picross games? Like, or is it just kind of like, oh, this is on the Super Nintendo Switch Online. Cool to play. I, or like I want to play more Picross, or is it just kind of like, eh, cool to play at once? That's a good question, and I don't know. I feel like I, regardless, I need a break after this because <laughs> it gets to the point where like I'm going to bed, but I'm still like playing it in my head, and it's just like, yeah, I, that's always uh, a dangerous sign. But well, I don't it's know. The sign I, of a great game too, when you're thinking about the puzzles, you know, in your head, you yeah. know, solving things when yeah. you're going to sleep. Yeah. I, uh, I, I'd be curious to see what other games, how, how they do it. So I'd be, I'd be curious. I know John's, yeah. you, you do a lot. So if you ever want to oh, yeah. throw any wrecks out there, I'll, 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 I'll let you know. Uh, yeah. Well, you at least have that resolution game, John. Mm-hmm. So we'll do murder by numbers <laughs> together. <laughs> sure. But yeah, I think, uh, I'll just jump into what I was going to talk about this week. And I've been, uh, it's oh, been a while, selfish. but back with, you know, it's been a while also since I've talked about anything, I think from the itchio bundle for, uh, racial justice and equality, but I'm not sure, but I know the Pico eight, like platform as a whole, which is like this eight bit fantasy retro console yeah. that has, it's like closer to, 
it's it's got way more i I don't know how to explain it because it's like lower res than nes but then at the same time they just released this game called poom yeah which is literally doom on pico 8 and it's like a full-blown like runs pretty well too it it looks amazing like it looks like very similar to the original release of doom on pc like i mean it's obviously even more pixelated but it's impressive it is like it's very impressive. It's really cool. Um, so people are doing some crazy stuff on there. But, uh, you know, so I was kind of thinking, uh, you know, I had never had I played a couple Pico 8 games. I think I even mentioned I played the Pico 8 Celeste and there's actually a ton of Pico 8 uh, like Celeste mods that I've tried out. Um, there's a ton of those, like at least like 10 or so huh. um, that people just like making new levels, essentially, or even like just new take on the concept, uh, but similar take. But yeah, I decided to kind of bounce around. It's cool because like it it opens up like almost like an old like PC platform like DOS or something, and so you can actually type in instead of like looking for games on Itch.io or wherever. I actually you can just type in Splore like Explore, but S P L O R E, and it'll open up like a menu where you can actually like favorite games and you can look at the feet like it connects to the internet oh. and it loads up like featured games and you'll load up like 30 or 40 at a time and then you can sc- keep scrolling down That's load cool. more um and it also has like new releases on there too and you can type in stuff and search and look for if you find a cool game you can like load more carts from this creator i mean oh, sometimes they don't sweet. have more than one thing but i have found a shit ton of games and by the time this episode comes out there'll be at least i've i've got at least 24 videos that are going to be on our oh, youtube channel oh, so i'll have geez. a pico 8 wow uh, playlist but some of these games are like they're super bite-sized and and i kind of was initially drawn to it like seeing a lot of these little like bite-sized platformers and like oh cool retro platformers that's my thing yeah like and i did play quite a few of those but i wanted to kind of highlight the thing that caught my eye that made me the game that caught my eye that made me just really go I got to fire up that Pico 8 is this new release came out right around Halloween, I think, called High Stakes. Um, and it's like a, a card, like a solitaire gambling card game where you have like a, you have th- nine cards on the table and there's three rows and three columns of cards. And you have the cards two through nine plus essentially a Joker card, but it's a vampire. <laughs> so that's where the pun comes from is that it's high stakes Uh. and essentially every time you flip a card you're if you flip the vampire card you lose the round immediately but if you stab the vampire card with the stake (laughs) you are able to win the round and like the earlier you stab it but you have to keep flipping cards and there's like little tokens that you can unlock it's kind of like roguelike style it's a, it's an oh, it's it's really hard to describe but it's a really cool game and it's it's just got such cool mechanics and like it took me a little while to figure out what all these different tokens mean but like there's a different token where it's like once you you unlock these tokens by either clearing or flipping a whole row or a whole column of cards and then you'll get a token that are randomly generated where it's like Okay, you'll put this token on top of an unflipped card, and it'll tell you this card's going to be either a six or higher. Mm. And then so sometimes, and the vampire card, the joker card, essentially counts as a ten. So, like, let's say you've already flipped the nine, and then you place that token somewhere, and you see a nine plus, you know that that card is the vampire, so you're going to be able to stab right away get a couple you know points but essentially you're trying to refill your health vial they uh, i think you start out with 2500 like milliliters of blood the vampire takes all of it away except for 20 and then you have to like 
gamble. You start at like kind of a low stakes table. And then as you move, I've only made it to the third table, but you kind of progress and there's new bu- new tokens and power ups and like buffs on each level or each table um, and new like a new character. There's like they get tougher and tougher. Like you only get one token to start with instead of two. Um, just yeah, it's a really, really cool game. Um, and I, I've, I've gone back to it probably three or four times. Nice. Now. There's um, layers to that up. guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like it's a very cool like has that it's more a little more luck than I would normally like from like a typical roguelike. But, it, you know, it really does have like a gambling feel because yeah. there are times where you're just like it might be there's like two more cards to flip and it could be this one or it could be that one. There's no way to know. It's a card. I'm just going to have to guess. Yeah. Or you could pass, though, too. You yeah. can pass and say, like, OK, I'm going to take a minimal, you know, take my winnings. But if you you know, if your blood gets drained, you you're gambling. You're basically, if you get down to zero or lower, you're dead and you have to start over. Um, but it. super cool game. And then just a couple other I wanted to mention real quick. Uh, there's a couple of games called Marballs and Marballs 2. And if you're familiar with Marble Madness, oh. very similar to that. <laughs> yes, and Marballs sir. 1 was like, oh, cool, like Marble Madness. And then Marballs 2, unfortunately, there's only like eight levels or so. so but it seems like there's like a create your own level mode. Nice. Ooh, I don't know if you're able to like connect to the Internet and check out other people's levels or whatever or load them in somehow. But it's like really tight controls like, oh, it just felt so good. Like the physics they're able to pull off on the Pico 8, like that's where it like is like way a cut above anything I've ever seen on NES on some of these games. Like, okay, just on unbelievable, like how good it feels to play that game. Um, And it's definitely got some cool, even though there's only eight levels, like it's there's some shortcuts you can take and like some crazy jumps you can make over gaps like. You know, getting some marble it up vibes even a little bit. You know, I like love going for those, those high type of speed games. times. Love yeah. those games. I, I need to check I wanted that out. more. Yeah, I wanted more bad when that one ended. And it's just like this great style, great music. Nice. Um, and then another uh, really cool one. I Randall, I was thinking of you the whole time while I was playing this it's called Combo Pool. OK, it is very much bust a move. OK, except you have like a pool table or like this basically just, sing, you know, single screen arcade level. And you're moving like a, you know, an aimer left yeah. to right and shooting pool balls. And essentially they start off, I think, is yellow. I forget what color it is, but every time you hit two of the same color balls into each other they form into one and then move on to the next color okay and the more balls you have in play your health bar goes down so you have to keep like combining balls Ah. to keep your health bar from totally draining and getting these like huge combos going and i think there's also like a time attack mode too that switches up the mechanics a little bit um or or maybe it's like a limited number of shots and try to get the high score or something i forget but there's a couple different modes uh but just very arcadey single player you know high score chasing which you know i love if you've listened to any of our other podcasts um and then just two other real quick ones there was this game called eight legs to love that i thought was really cool (laughs) you're this little spider again (laughs) like single screen arcade levels and there's like eight levels or so and you get like uh, maybe like 30 seconds to a minute to like build a spider web and you're able again with like the physics like these webs are like dangling around and swinging and you can attach it to a point and jump over and attach it to like you know you're in a little like farm yard or and then you're in a little like on top of a desk there's I don't know a few different settings um, and then flies will start coming around and you can either just touch them and you eat them just by touching them Ooh. or they if they touch the web, they get caught in there. They'll disappear over time, but not if they get caught in the web. So like basically you just want to string together the best web you can. And again, you're just going for high scores. There's no like losing or anything. Do you got to mummify them on the web? Uh, it doesn't you don't get it again. You just like get to if they touch the web, they just immediately they just get immediate. stuck okay. in it. 
And then if you you can just eat them, but you don't have to like race over to them. Yeah, like, yeah. The ones that are going to like fly like maybe above the web, you want to try to get over there and jump and, you know, just eat them real nice. quick. But there's like different flies that'll come that are worth more points and whatnot. And then the other one I just wanted to mention real quick, and this is another just short kind of like sequence. It was called Just One Boss. And it was like this kind of like theatrical, like you're fighting against this like magician and you just control this one character on like this kind of like a stage almost, but it's broken up into tiles and all you're doing is moving up, down, left or right to like basically collect these like glowing cards that'll appear. And every time you collect one of those cards, it'll do damage to the boss. Hmm. And then once you deplete its health bar, it'll start a new phase and it'll just start doing new attacks and adding a new layer to the point where like you eventually have two characters that you're controlling where the blue character does what you're doing like exactly. And then the green character does the opposite of what you're doing. Oh, so like it almost splits the screen in half. Cause if you get to the middle, they just bump into each other. Yeah. Cause I think, I think they do the same thing if up and down like vertically, but if you're going left and right, they do the opposite. So like when you, you have to start dodging like these coins that the magician starts flipping at you and like all over the place, like it gets pretty hectic. It, yeah. it only took me maybe Sounds 10 or 15 minutes or so to beat, but it was really, really cool. Just such a unique, like I was, I was bummed again. Like so many of these, like I'm so pumped when I'm playing them and then I'm like, oh, it's over. Like kind of like some of these game jam games I've talked about too, but good I just really, really recommend firing up, especially if you picked up that itch.io bundle, like fire up the Pico eight, just type in Splore and go to the recommended or like it's like featured. There's like a little star for the logo, but it's like the featured tab. And I would say like the vast majority of those games have all been great. And then have stumbled upon again. I've I've found a couple dozen games already with many more like queued up that I want to check out. So nice, really, really digging that. But why don't we go from some uh, some fake retro stuff to some uh, real retro mm-hmm. stuff, Randall, or at least some neo retro stuff? Yeah, <laughs> some some new hybrid retro stuff. So yeah, the analog NT Mini has been on my radar for a long time. This originally released in 2017. And it's expensive. Uh, it's like four hundred. Even even like on initial release, right? Like yeah. not just like resale, sold out deal. Oh yeah, yeah. This this thing is popular in the uh, retro enthusiast community. Um, mm-hmm. Does not stay in stock for long, even even then. Um, but I just couldn't justify the cost at that point. But I kept eyeballing it, and like, oh, it comes in stock. I put it in my cart. I just can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. it'll still be there. It'll still be there. No, of course it wasn't still there. <laughs> so, so then, like, I'm like, well, you know, I've got I've got my RGB modded, you know, NES top loader. Like, I cannot complain about that. It perfectly plays all of my NES cartridges. Like, you know, calm down. You know, you're fine. But then Analog had to go and announce the Analog NT Mini Noir, which is the version 2 of this system. Uh, so this is an FPGA, which is like uh, basically means it's it's like a programmed perfect hardware emulation of the NES with additional modern features on top that you can edit in in this menu mode, like save states and that sort of thing. Not and... not even not save states. Okay. More like um, like uh, just a significant amount of uh, audio visual output options. Um, and, and things like, uh, turning on an, one of the, my favorite options is turning on this option to, uh, double the number of sprites per line to reduce the flicker. Uh, because a lot of NES games in particular got pushed kind of beyond what the NES was capable of, (laughs) you know, 
think of yeah, uh, like super dodgeball and things like that. There's a lot of games that have quite a bit of flicker to them, um, and this reduces that or eliminates it um, wow, in some cases, crazy. which is really cool kind of like voodoo that this thing can accomplish. Um, yeah, I don't even know how that would work, but that's awesome. Because as far as it's concerned, once you boot a game, it thinks it's an NES. Like, it's been developed that way. Um, yeah. It's not yeah. emulation in the same way as, like, turning on an emulator on your PC. This is, like, down to the hardware level that they, they took the time to completely recreate the way an NES functions. Um, and then <laughs> added features on top of that. Uh, so... Yeah, not cheap. It's five hundred bucks, but when it came available again in February, I pre-ordered it. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna go for it this time. I'm gonna bite <laughs> the bullet. Um, yeah, and I did, and then it just showed up. Uh, like, a oh couple damn, of weeks that's ago. a long wait. <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> it was. But I knew what I knew what I was getting into because everybody loved that first version of it so much, and I knew that and they're like, this is the last time we're doing it. I'm like, all right, fine. Oof. you got me. I'm doing it. You got me. All you gotta say is last time. <sighs> yep. Oh, limited stuff. Unfortunately, it's always the bane of my existence with that collector itch. Um, have Have you fired it up yet? Oh yeah, I, I've I've fired it up quite a bit just to try out different games. So uh, it's nice. It comes with a again an eight bit Doe controller. Um, so kind of like I talked about before, it's a it's a wireless controller. Uh, it's got a menu button designated on it, so I don't have to press a button combination to get to the menu to change options on the fly. Love that sort of stuff. Love not having the wires everywhere. Um, but also, it, it's played everything I've thrown in it just like an NES would. And, and better, honestly, because it's HDMI. So yeah. I can just yeah. plug it straight into my setup, and it runs on my you know modern 4K TV without issue and without any lag or input lag of any kind um, that I can perceive, which is fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. So playing games like Shatterhand and things like that, which Shatterhand's getting up there in, in my favorite NES games just in general. I, I really like that game. It's been, I've only like dabbled in that one. It's I've ba- you know, just barely touched it. Real good. Um, but even like homebrew stuff, it, it because it just thinks it's an NES, it will run homebrew games if they're developed for NES. Like there was this like jay and silent bob mall brawl game and i bought it i'm not like a big jay and silent bob fan necessarily but like it's a beat-em-up and it's two players <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's least... got that like scott pilgrim kind of vibe yeah a bit. And like sure why not and it's, it's actually a pretty good game um so I've, I've seen that i didn't know that that was developed like for nes it was i know it's on like switch and stuff yeah too, yeah so. they ported it to switch but yeah it was developed for nes like i have the nes cartridge they uh that's they really cool released it through limited run which was pretty cool Oh, um, nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got four controller ports built in on this thing. So you don't need the four score adapter or anything. Um, yeah. It's just like it's it's the high end retro enthusiast thing that's made for people like me. And I, I couldn't be happier to own it. Um, so I'm, I'm very pleased. Nice. Perfect output. Yeah. I, I was about to say, I got to get me one of those, but it sounds can't. like I missed out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you that's probably for your, the better. I don't need to. You I don't need your hour long opportunity bucks. to pre order it. <laughs> <laughs> well uh well why don't you uh close us out uh tonight john sure so earlier in the like a couple weeks ago i started playing uh my comfort food game which is tales of symphonia i if you've listened to our uh anniversary podcast you've heard me gush about how it's one of my favorite games of all time it's oh yeah your standard fair like early 2000s uh jrpg 
and it's hey, that's a pretty game though. Oh, that's a I, very it's got like a little game. bit different of a combat system. Yeah, like yeah. your average and uh, and two players co-op. Oh, yeah. So it's got some it's got some things going on. Yeah, and uh, specifically, it's the combat that has always been like the reason why I keep coming back to it because even though it is a JRPG, like it has that X limbs combat system mm-hmm. where you know you're on you're basically fighting to a two D like beat them up on like a 3d like circle so it's, it's yeah. a very unique combat system that doesn't really exist outside of the tales games a lot and, more engaging i think oh yeah yeah for sure and you you know you're playing you've got your uh combos for each character they all control differently so you if you want to play like uh in tales of symphonia there's a character that like really does play like a fighter character like it's mostly like fighting with kicks and punches and you need to string those attacks like combos together so that is all throughout the series and it was while i was playing tales of symphonia for a bit i only have my gamecube in my setup and i don't have a WaveBird controller, so I was, you know, having some back issues, and I wasn't able to comfortably play on like using a wired controller. So right, yeah, those GameCube controllers are so short. Oh, those wires, it's although ridiculous. They re-released uh, a few years back, and they've made ten foot official Nintendo <sighs> controllers. They might still be Ooh. floating out there. I've got know. a WaveBird at my house, John, and I'd never use it if you want it. Yeah, for real. Maybe. I might, I might take you up on that. But what uh, I did do was I picked up a game that I bought for Switch when it was as soon as it was ported, but for whatever reason stopped playing it like maybe 10 or 15 hours in, which was Tales of Vesperia, which I believe was either a playstation 3 or a 360 game maybe it was both who i think it it was both both. it was that era for sure yeah Yeah. but that generation uh generations of (laughs) systems ago that um, (laughs) but i had somehow missed because i've only ever owned nintendo systems other than a playstation 2 so i was very excited to play another tales game but for whatever reason when i first played it as soon as it was ported like it really left me cold and I wasn't into mm. it at all. And so like, I think I've probably played tales of Symphonia probably twice through since getting tales of Vesperia. <laughs> oh geez. But, like honestly, like having that back issue is like, you know what? I, I just want to be in a comfortable position and play yep. a tales game right now. So yep. I, I pushed through and let me just say after 30 hours, that game gets really freaking good. <laughs> and, uh, like, the, Tales games also have like a sort of new game plus mode that honestly, I I don't know. When I think about like roguelikes, that's kind of what I like about them is that it allows you to hmm. carry stuff back or like from previous games over like in perpetuity. Hmm. So like my Tales of Symphonia file is literally like me carrying over data from. 2004 probably that's amazing that's crazy so like each each new game plus like sometimes i'll be like uh you know what i'm not going to carry over all of my skills this time so i'll relearn them but like i'm sure as hell not going to like forget to carry over all of like the collector's item booklet or the monster enemies and like so like there's some collection stuff that i still haven't 100 percented because i'm not you know seeking out and doing it but like as yeah. I'm playing like Tales of Vesperia, like I I'm like oh, I really can't wait to have like 
my second or third playthrough of this game. And this is a game that I've put 40 or 50 hours into at this point. But like, I don't know how you find the time, John. That's all I do. This is all I do is just replay games that I've beaten a million times. But like, There's comfort it, in that. It's a, it's yeah, just a for sure. fun, like, you know, that's, I wouldn't say it's a, an amazing game by any stretch, but like, it's just a, a unique game that like, I really, or at least a unique series that I really can't find anything else that really scratches the same itch that it does. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there anything that Vesperia is doing differently than Symphonia that's like, or is it just like, it's gotten to the point where you're like, okay, I'm getting in the groove and I'm digging it now. Or is it. Is it doing anything new to separate or to distinguish it? Honestly, one of the things that like I think was really like the roadblock to me getting into it at the first point was the fact that like it added this whole new mechanic where you had to learn. And again, like all of the words are interchangeable. Like skills in one game is not necessarily what skills are in another. Right. Oh, wow. right. But like there was literal like core mechanics that were in like Symphonia, like just off the bat that you had to learn by equipping uh, like uh, weapons for a certain amount of time. And then you learn that skill and then you need to have enough like skill points to dedicate to like have equipping those skills so like it's really slow at the beginning like yeah i was just like unable to like unlock extra attacks like it was just like oh geez it was so slow and i think that was just like going from something that that was just like inherent in the game to right now here's a hurdle that you need to unlock and spend time and like that was just i think too much but you know, once I was just doing it for the sake of doing it, I was like, eh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept your padding game. Yeah, I love how, like, you're like, after 30 hours, it gets good. Where, like, Randall, when he was talking about Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom, like, 30 <laughs> hours just fucking end already. <laughs> I'm dying here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm the same way. I can't, I couldn't tell you the last time I played a 30 hour game. I mean, I've put 30 hours into Rocket League or, oh, you know, easily. stuff like that. Right. Easily. But, you know, but they're not, well, like, yeah, well over 30. You, from, but, you don't learn how to boost, like, 30 hours yeah. into Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just unlocked <laughs> jumping. Yeah. In Rocket League. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's all I've been doing. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, I think that's all we've all been doing. I think we could pretty much wrap it up this week as far as the games talk goes. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, as always, you can find us online at uh, pursuingpixels.com. Uh we're on Instagram, Twitter, just slash pursuing pixels. We're on YouTube, uh Discord. Links are at the bottom of the episode description. We've been on Twitch a lot oh, lately yeah. too. Um and yeah, otherwise uh We'll catch you next week and take care until then. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. I like the orange juice from the frozen cylinder things. That That's kind of oh, my jam. Oh, we always used to get that growing up, like yeah. where, you put, where you like shake it up. Hell yeah. And like you mix shake it, it It's like concentrate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mix you it. Gotta, mix it up. You got to go V8 vegetable juice or yeah. V8. I'll endorse a good V8. Yeah. Yes. The, there is the pomegranate. Is that the pomegranate blueberry? That's my V8 of choice. The, the Bloody Mary. Oh, wait. Are you no. talking about V8 Splash? No, I like V8 Splash. splash. Shit, though. Yeah, V8 Splash. Oh, yeah. But also, the, the Bloody Mary mix is also very oh. good. Oh, yeah. No, but I can't stand hmm. tomato juice. I don't know if God, I've had maybe. their Bloody Mary mix. 
They make a spicy. No, they made a specific one. Just I I drink it just by itself. Damn. Okay. I do like V8, even though I think I have a tomato allergy, but I like can't help myself. What? I really oh, can't man. blame you as someone who has consistently eaten dairy and like yep. <laughs> yep, same destroyed. <laughs> Dairy's too good, yeah. man. Yeah. Who's gonna stop eating cheese and ice cream? 